What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 461 here on Thursday, May 25th. All right, uh, big news, obviously, last night, Ron DeSantis announced he's running for president yep. against Donald Trump in the GOP nomination, and then we will see if it's against Joe Biden in 2024. But been a very interesting 24 hours. Um, <laughs> like the Twilight Zone, my He announced last night on the Twitter space with Elon Musk of course, they ran into some technical difficulties at the beginning, which uh, yeah. I actually predicted. Yeah. Um, 20 minutes of uh, audio issues. I mean, there were over 700,000 people tuning in. Well, I so mean. here, here's the thing, actually. So apparently 700,000 were on the Twitter space. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But there was an additional 500,000 attempting to gain access being blocked by the servers. Yeah. Okay? Which caused the whole thing to then crash. get crash, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Elon tried to get the servers to respond. They wouldn't. So they pulled the plug on the first one and then reset it up. When they reset it up, it was just fine. And then eventually, yeah. I think at the end, there was about a half a million people in there yeah. on the second one. Yeah. Um, some good people asking some questions, some good questions. You know, Dana Lash and Steve Deese and all them. The thing for me was that... I mean, I, I, I kind of like that part. I know I, that, that, that's into the weeds for a lot of people. But. Well, no, I was going to say, I like the way he did it. Yeah, I get the people that wanted, like, a traditional campaign announcement or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I like the way he did it. I thought it generated a significant amount of buzz. Even if the buzz was people talking about the technical difficulties, right? The yeah. so-called crashing and burning. Yeah. yeah. It still got people interested enough to look into Ron DeSantis. Yeah. I like the... Um the twitchy post about it where the person was like first of all a ron DeSantis is going to be everywhere so i'll know what the hell you guys are talking yeah. about and number two you're you're on twitter posting about the twitter space oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. yeah no they're they're on twitter saying it's too online yeah. and they're, they're posting on twitter about it. um so yeah you know people were making fun of it and i yeah. get it sure you're gonna give me fun of yeah. but they were doing something that hadn't been done before yeah the question and answer part i thought was great where yeah. he was talking back and forth with elon yeah um and the other guy that was there and what i found to be very refreshing was the fact that DeSantis could easily put a coherent thought together on an on a impromptu, unscripted question, give a great answer, and point to wins that he's had and things that he's done, the successes that he's done. Yeah. That was very, you know, without talking about himself and how great he is. Yeah. And yet, people love Trump. I love Trump. He's a funny, he's a, he's, he's a character, right? But it's a nice change of pace. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And... Yeah, maybe people don't want to really go back to, like, the boring politics. And I think that DeSantis can definitely use some personality improvement. Um, I think that he's going to get that as the campaign moves along and he gets more comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope so, too, because I think you're absolutely right. He's not the, – the charisma department needs some work. No one's going to be as entertaining as Trump, no. right? No. But here's the thing, okay? And I was saying this to somebody earlier. Trump – used to be a lot more funny. Now, yeah. a lot of the things he's saying, I'm like, Don, come on. Yeah. Like, like last night, after the whole announcement, he posted something about his red button and how his red button works and Kim Jong-un, and I'm like, this is unhinged. Yeah. This is, I'm like, yikes. Yeah, this yeah, is this is like not great. Yeah. And now apparently the Trump is so scared that he's coming back to Twitter. Oh, for okay. sure. That's All what right. I've heard for sure. 
Um, I think that's going to happen sometime in June, like I mean, right after Memorial Day. We were saying this for months, so he needs to well, get the hell back on Twitter. If he would have listened to Trigger, yeah. uh, well, you know, Don Jr. stole our podcast yeah. name anyway. Still, <laughs> still a little mad about that, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, if he had listened to the real original Triggered, yeah. he would know that we've been saying this yeah. for six months. Yeah. Like, you have 82 million followers, as he as he's the joke around. It's like having the New York Times without it's the losses. It's more than that. It's over 100. Yeah, it's, it's like over 100. New York Times without the losses. And, you know, it's like if he's serious, like, he has to get on that and start, you know, using it to his advantage. But he decided to, you know, around on True Social, staying up till 3 in the morning in these all-caps posts that are absolutely ridiculous. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they're not really funny anymore. It's kind of like... He's just like a... It's old man yells at cloud. Which can be funny, but there's just... It's overload. After 20 minutes, man, it's it's overload. overload. There's a tinge of... Whereas, like, his tweets used to drive the news cycle, actually be funny, right? Like, with just a little sprinkle of unhinged, which was nice. Yeah. Now it's now just it's a little like a full too blown much marinade, for me. man. It's a full it's blown a marinade. It's a little too much, and I get it. Yeah, you know, he's under you know political prosecution. He's got to come from all angles. They're trying to ruin him. They're trying to put him in jail. I totally get it, right? But all of this to well, say he's that playing into their game, though. Right, he's playing right, right into that trap. They want him to get all riled up and 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 unhinged like this. And, so. But he's about to come under more indictments, and they are total bullshit. There's yeah, they no are. doubt they are total bullshit. Nonetheless, they're going to happen. Yeah. He's going to be indicted in the, the classified documents cage, which is outrageous. Totally outrageous. Complete political prosecution, totally outrageous, okay? That I'll say that. The Georgia thing, also completely political prosecution, totally outrageous. Yeah, especially with that. The four woman coming out and basically, like, exposing yeah. the whole, like, the, the that animus. Was the grand jury. Yeah, yeah, the grand jury. But, but we can't just totally ignore the fact that... Those cases will play key roles in the run for president. Yeah. And at this point, we can't risk losing again. Because guess what? It's the country. We lose again. The country's destroyed. Irreversible. Done. There will be no return. And when do you think the dates for those trials are going to be for the the Well, the first one is in in March. March, During the the primary. The porn payments is in March. But... But Georgia and the, the special cl- counsel special will counsel? be late summer, right before twenty twenty four. Late summer. Okay? I mean, and then, forget about it. And then, it. what if he's convicted? Well, yeah, it's also then we have good. to scramble and pick a new candidate last second. Yeah, I know. Like what a mess. Or the other option being run him and have him govern from prison, which is what someone floated. I'm like, are you yeah, serious? That's, that's that's just that's just. I'm ridiculous. like, come on, don't be ridiculous yeah. here. And, but but speaking of being ridiculous, that's another thing that really was exposed the last 24 hours with the overall general meltdown from the Trump camp that's going on right now is the total amateur hour it is over there among the staff. Yeah. There is nobody left good that worked for him at any point. He has some bad people over there, some very bad people. It's more than very bad. Yeah. Okay, when you have Carolina Levitt, yeah. Being your spokeswoman, which the only reason she has that job is because nobody else wanted it. The woman who lost us an eminently winnable seat in New Hampshire. Yeah, it was. It was winnable. And if anyone else, district, but if anyone else yeah. was the nominee, if Mowers was the nominee, he would have won easily. Yeah. New Jersey guy, by the way. Yeah. If he was the nominee, would have won easily. True. So the fact that a washed-up congressional loser is now the spokeswoman for Donald Trump. And then called which, Josh Hammer a Democrat. 
for daring <laughs> for, yeah. to even yeah. think about supporting yeah. Ron DeSantis. That was that was uh, that was just like, oh come on. It's come a sign on. of what's to come. <laughs> come she on. has no experience. She was yeah. bumbling on that interview, and then all she had yeah. to do was basically say, "Oh, well, you're just a f- Democrat because you're yeah. you're parroting Democrat talking points." And then they have the gall to attack DeSantis on COVID. Well, we we also talked about this months ago. If Trump goes down this line, it's gonna get ugly, and it got ugly today. Well, it's gonna Real get ugly quick, quick, and it's gonna be extremely Real bloody. Quick. This whole thing's gonna be extremely. You know, bloody. they try to say that DeSantis shut down the state. Not true. He only shut it down for two weeks, and then you know, the, the, all, all the president. You know, it, I mean, well, it's bad. I got some clips for I you mean, here. I got some clips for the you. The receipts and, were whipped out. You saw them today. You know, I want to say, listen, you all understand that. I am a big-time DeSantis supporter at this point, but I will gladly support President Trump yeah. if he's the nominee. Yeah, we're in primary mode. I think you're mode. kind yeah. of the same. Yeah, we're in you're primary You're more mode. in between than I am, I know for sure. Yeah. But, we're, we're, but we're in primary mode. I right strongly now. believe that it, when it comes down to the math of it, DeSantis is the guy. Well, I, I, I have been saying we've had three election cycles, 18, 20, and 22, that shows that there is a voter block that will stop Trump. Every single time. Right, right, right. You know? In and Florida, DeSantis, All this shenanigans isn't helping him win over the voter blocks that he does need to win over in yeah. order to overcome that. And it's just, it's not happening. So right here's now. what I'll say. There was a there yeah. was a press call last night with conservative media. Mm-hmm. And DeSantis said something very interesting that I thought was key. Because Kurt Schlichter, our great friend Kurt, yep. asked this question of the governor. And he said... Governor, if if you win and beat Trump in the primary, which is a big if, of course, but if you do, the biggest thing is going to be you'll need to reunite the party. And then after that, you got to go out there and beat Joe Biden in the general. How are you going to do that? And DeSantis gave this great, like, five-minute-long, super clear, coherent answer, and he was like, look, if we win this primary, it's, you know, it's going to be a fight, obviously, Right. Um, he, he kind of insinuated that there's a wild card that he hopes that like Trump would still throw his support in behind DeSantis if DeSantis wins, yeah. right? And it's a big if, sure. Yeah. You know, DeSantis is down big. However, a new a poll out shows that just the same amount of Republican voters are willing to entertain the idea of DeSantis that they are of Trump, which is actually yeah. a big trouble sign for Trump. He and, raised a million dollars in an hour. Yeah, I mean, it, that, it just shows there there is enough. There's a substantial. I'm expecting them that tonight they're going to release a 24 hour number. Okay. Um, and I believe it's going to be in the high single digits of millions. That's a, you don't get that without significant support from the base. Sure. So there, there's. But so what yeah. he had to say, and yeah. I thought it was very interesting, was that yeah. he said, "Look, in Florida, in this past election." I had ninety eight percent. I think it was, it was. of he Republican did. Yeah, he support. Got 90% support. That's yeah. And he said, but. The key past that was that we demoralized the Democrats into not turning out because they didn't think they had a shot to win. Yeah. He said, if you do that against the Biden voters, they're not enthusiastic about their guy. Yeah. Right? It's not like you have a Trump on the ballot where people are so viscerally hateful of hate for Trump where, you know, like you said, the block that will always vote against Trump. If you could demoralize the Democrats into having a lesser turnout and win the independents as DeSantis did handedly in Florida, right? In in DeSantis 2022 versus Trump 2020, DeSantis outperformed him by 18 points among independents. Yeah. That swings a whole election. I mean, 
that that is the election. Right. Yeah. Everybody here knows I'm a numbers guy, right? Yeah. I'm a sure bet guy. I've been saying this from the beginning for the past six months that I do believe that the surer bet, surer, and not not 100% certain, it's not a lock, right? No. But, but the odds are better. For sure. For number-wise, if you're for looking at the math sure. for DeSantis. Now, I could be totally wrong. It could be that Trump is the nominee and Trump wins the presidency, and, and I would be ecstatic about that. Okay, like that's there's no doubt about that. But at this point, you just have to look at these numbers and, and, and you look at the team around Trump. The whole reason I brought this up, the team around Trump, so incompetent today. Well, they're not going to get you there, and, that team. Right. So the just... spokeswoman is a retard. <laughs> the only reason she was chosen is for looks. Okay, I mean, let's be <laughs> real here. I will say it gladly and I will say it to her face. Um, the. I don't even know who is actually in charge in charge of the campaign. They don't really have a campaign yeah. manager. No, per they, se. no, they don't have a campaign manager. Um, there's no, there, like there, there's no real comms director, right? It's like no. a, it's like a committee. No real comms director. Um, there's no real ground operation. Who's the finance director? Oh yeah, nobody knows. Uh, nobody knows. All right, um, it's all centered around the fact that pack leader that Trump <laughs> is the guy, which yeah. I get. Yeah. Trump is the guy. Yeah, but Trump isn't the one doing the groundwork of a campaign. And that's part of why we lost in 2020. Yeah. Now, sure, the election was tainted. It was rigged. I mean, everybody knows it. But but bashing on that every three seconds is not what America wants to hear at this point. Yeah. Because that isn't affecting their daily lives. No. Because regardless of whether it was rigged or not, and you could argue that, but I have been saying since day one. The country has long moved on from, from that right. story. Right. I mean, it, you could talk about how the election upsetting. was tainted and that we need reform. Yeah. Right? We need election reform. Yeah. But Trump does not message that well. No. And and we talked about this before. All I have to say is you see what we did in Georgia with, with the election integrity laws? We need to make that nationwide. Right. 100%. There you go. Boom. Voter ID. Boom. Voter ID. Restricting vote yeah. by mail. This and that. Right? Instead, he goes off with these tangents about the, the voting machines and, you know. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. There's inconsistencies there's problems, there. But, but you're never going to win that argument and you weren't going to ever get a court to overturn it. Yeah. So. Harping on that for, you know, for 20 minutes of a stump speech when you should be talking about how Inflation. Biden's destroying America policy. and what yeah. we're going to do to get it back. Yeah. Right. What are we going to do to take this country back and what are we going to do to improve everybody's yeah. lives? And he does have a great narrative right before the the I was right about everything mm -hmm. and Joe was wrong. Many. That is a tentacle. Not Kurt Eichelwald. Yeah. Tentacle. A campaign monster that he can go down many, you know, legs down to make his point and to deliver a really great message. But instead, like you said, if he goes on this thing about how he was screwed over, which he, and he was about the, I about get the rigged election. I get pissed too, but of like, course. I'm pissed right now and I'm not even yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. But like 20 minutes, like move, we have moved on. Well, he, the base has moved on. It's another it, – well, and the base is still pissed about it, right? Yeah. And we, and we want things that are going to fix it in the future. But just talking about the rigged election turns a lot of people off, yeah. right? And we need those people to vote for us to win the election. Yeah. And if he would just take our advice again, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Take our advice again on the I was right, I told you so yeah. campaign, yeah. right? And talking about how terrible things are going. He's not even campaigning, by the way. No. I don't know what the deal with that is. I don't know either, yeah. I guess he just thinks he's got it locked up, which yeah. uh, from the past 24 hours of, of meltdown vibes coming out of the Trump uh, team over oh, there, yeah. I don't think that they think that at all the, anymore. Yeah, the Trump um, war room has been uh, something else. I but. think he's going to immediately start campaigning, by the way, again. But, Good. Well, yeah, he should. He should. But it's just like there's so many things that are going 
sideways. Yeah. Really, really. Yeah, it's... it's. And I'm like... You, you need competent people to run to run this thing. This is, not a, this is not a little thing. This is not like running The Apprentice. Right, right, you right. You know? Like, well, so that's... And no. we talked about this. Because of what has happened and what has happened to people who have worked for him in the past, uh-huh. yeah. no one wants to work for him. Right. I mean, you know, Trump's a billionaire. No, everybody else can't afford to be slapped with multiple legal actions over bull mm-hmm. that have to be fought. Yeah. So, I mean, look at Michael Flynn. Yeah. He's bankrupt. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure he's bankrupt. He is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's you know bankrupt in the terms bankrupt, of like yeah yeah. But yeah. still, but st- yeah, it it's it's a problem. And but yeah, Trump is the guy, right? He's the he's the one man show. But when it comes to getting things done in a campaign, that's not how it works. You need competent staffers. You need competent, you know, managers and leadership. You need comms directors, press secretaries, spokespeople who can take on the liberal media, who can take on the issues and actually dismantle it and, and, and get delegate what needs to be done, right? You need a ground team, and that just doesn't exist with Trump. Yeah. And again, it, it is early. That could change. But nothing has been shown to me that he's interested in changing it. And when he has his two, you know, big-time online warriors that are really out there, like uh, uh, Alex Dushowitz mm-hmm. and Laura Loomer, I'm like, okay, you guys are, like, tossing out these ridiculous things. Laura Loomer last night said that Ron DeSantis has autism. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, that's rich coming yeah. from a Allegedly. <laughs> well, I, I, I was just – I was amused by how uh, she was um, – when the FEC filings were leaked before oh, the yeah, announcement, yeah. how she was like, Ron DeSantis is filing from – and he's using a bank in Virginia. And I'm like, that's – Oh, this is a perfect example. Yeah. So let's run you, through yeah, this. You right? know this. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ron filed with Great Falls Bank, I think it's called, which is yeah. a bank here in northern Virginia yeah. who specializes... I thought in, it was Cambridge Bank. Oh, Cambridge Bank. Cambridge yeah, Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. same thing. Yeah. But they're like... The, they're yeah. the Republican campaign bank. Well, they also yeah. do Democrat money too, yeah. but they are they are specializing in campaign money, yeah. campaign accounts, PACs, yeah. FEC compliance, keeping yeah. the money separate and handling yeah. all that. Well right? known. You're in elections, you know Very Cambridge well bank. known. Yeah. Just so happens, she criticizes him for choosing a non-Florida bank. Yeah. <laughs> But it's also Trump's bank. <laughs> and not only is it also Trump's bank, and she didn't know that, it was the same bank that she used in her failed run for Congress yeah. back in 2020. Yep. That just shows you the so, caliber so either, of people here. I know. So the two, uh, the two explanations there are either, A, she's just lying and insulting the intelligence of everybody and assuming that they'll believe her, which is possible. Yeah. Or be totally incompetent and has no f-ing clue what she's doing. It could be, could be a mix of the both. Mix of the both. I think it's yeah. a mix of both. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. You, you, you can't make that up. I no, mean, I you, know, you really I just know, can't make that up. And now, yeah, of course, yeah. You could say, well, the DeSantis launch was rocky. Sure, it was a little yeah, bit rocky, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I get it. Uh, that's not great. But everything that's been done since that launch moment. Has been extremely competent. It has been great. Yeah, it has been. And if you watch what's happening here online, these wars of, of clips and screenshots and newsletter articles and all this, you know, they're prepared. They're professional comms yeah. people. They are professional bundlers and yeah. fundraisers. Jer- Jeremy you Redfern know, and Christina Pushaw will f- up your day. Well, Jeremy Redfern is on the oh, government, go- side. government side. Government yeah. side. Excuse me. So, but. Yeah. 
but Christina Pushaw and Brian Griffin. Yeah. Two very intelligent individuals. Christian and the comms professionals they have behind the scenes working there, too, so far have been really intelligent, smart, yeah. responsive. You don't get that from the Trump yeah. team. Prepared. It was like that press briefing Prepared call too. last night. They found tweets from like twenty early, like the beginning of the pandemic from Trump to oh, yeah, make yeah, yeah. their points. I mean, they were prepared. Well, so we're going to get into the COVID thing here because I do want to talk about this a little more because yeah. I just find it so insane that this is one of their main throngs they're, of attack. They're against... basically praising Andrew Cuomo. Oh, they said that Cuomo yeah. did a better job yeah. on the pandemic than DeSantis. Yeah. That is not an exaggeration. Meanwhile, they said that. everything that Trump said in the rallies in 2020 about this negates mm-hmm. that, but whatever, whatever. Well, they're, they're daring to yeah. bash DeSantis for getting his top supporters together yeah. to make phone calls to fundraise yeah. in Miami. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you mean how fundraising should be done? Right. Oh, and by the right. way, uh, what did Trump do with all those hundreds of millions that he raised saying he was going to win us back Congress and did nothing with it? Yeah, he didn't spend a dime, didn't he? Well, he's, he spent a little bit. Yeah. Not, a little too I don't late, want to though. exaggerate. No, sorry. Okay, that's true. He spent like $40 million the last, like, like the last the last like four weeks. Yeah, four weeks. That's not good. But he raised 200 Yeah. Yeah. So he pocketed 160 used a bunch of it for his legal fees, which sure, you can do that. It's yeah. legal, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But like... You know, let's talk about these things because these are, you know, this is how, this is how this is going to be. And I wanted to say this is how we're going to cover this primary, and and we all have our opinions. You have your opinions. You may like Trump. You may like DeSantis. We're going to cover it for you, and it's going to be a bloodbath it back is. and forth. It is. Um, so far, I'd say that yeah, the polls have Trump up significantly, and he is in the winning position. Yeah. But let's let's come back in three in three to four weeks. That's what I was going to say. Let's come back in three to four. All weeks. indications to me are that this race is about to get extremely close. Yeah. And it's going to be long and bloody, filled with haymakers back and forth, and that Trump's current position of not debating will not hold up. No. And I do think that in a debate, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Now. Uh, our friend Gail emailed and said she doesn't mind all the low-lifers being in the debates, the one-percenters, two-percenters, yeah. which, sure, in the early debates, I don't mind that either, Gail. I agree with you. Um, and we love hear- hearing from all of our listeners. We don't always get to respond. We get a lot of emails. We don't yeah. always get to talk about it, but we do read them. I promise you I read yeah. every single one. Yep. Um, but it's going to be a brawl on that stage. It is. The first couple? I think it's going to be yeah. worse than... Uh, I think it's going to be worse than 2016. Oh, with the hands debate? Look at these hands. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, but I don't think, but but I don't think that DeSantis is going to have to stoop to what Marco did there. No, when Marco was talking about the size of hands. Yeah, because DeSantis, and as soon as Marco delivered that line, he was like cardboard man. Right, right. Yeah, because one, DeSantis, I think his poll numbers will be higher by that time. Maybe I'm totally good. wrong. Could yeah. be totally wrong, but I think that things are going to tighten up significantly here, and also all the polls that have been done recently online trump loves to tout the online polls until they don't go his way it's dead yeah, heat 47 it is. 47 it is. so i it, saw them touting a, a, a hawaii poll yeah he well, lost he also, that state by 30 points no i know <laughs> he also loves to talk about cat turds polls yeah and while i do love cat turds accounts oh it's a it's an amazing account, like it's a super pro trump account it's ridiculous. right yeah now, if I if if we we found a super DeSantis account with two hundred thousand followers yeah. or a million followers yeah. and posted a poll, we could get a DeSantis eighty percent poll, yeah. right? It's all about where you post yeah. it. What I found interesting is Clay Travis, who has a multitude of fans, yes. posted that poll earlier. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see his poll? 
his I, Trump DeSantis poll? No, I did not. Or it was Trump DeSantis or anyone else, anyone right? Else. Any any other GOP nominee. It yeah. was for like what Republican voters want. He's got a very large following he in does. the Republican yeah. base, right? And some, a lot of some are more moderate. Some are hardcore conservatives. That was the one I was referencing that was tied 47, 47. And that was like 300,000 votes. Yeah. So it wasn't a small sample no. size either. So it's going to be very interesting. So I want to talk about real quickly before yeah. we move on to the debt ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, this one line of attack by Trump on DeSantis – He's basically trying to say he's not that great of a governor. Yeah. That was the video that Trump released today. He's clearly a little bit rattled. Very average compared to the GOP, other GOP governors. That's what he said, That's yeah, he said. which is outrageous. <laughs> so, uh, interestingly enough, Dave Rubin post, uh, went back and got some clips, posted this video, and I thought you should hear this because this is very interesting. Like, I don't get how you can say all these things in the past and then just totally flip on them. Right? Yeah. And, like, yeah. that's not going to really go over that well. And I've always said, as part of this, like, Trump has a good argument that he should return to the White House. But he's, to me, I don't like if he would do that by personally attacking DeSantis and going back on everything that he's previously said good about DeSantis. Right? I thought that was would be a weak path for him. And this is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And that's what they've been doing for months now, too, so that's not really surprising. But take a listen to that video. When the Ron DeSanctimonious facts come out, you will see that he's better than most Democrat governors, but very average at best compared to Republican governors who have done a fantastic job. One of the greatest governors in our country, and I know a lot of good ones, and I can tell you there's some really bad ones, too. But this is a great one, Governor Ron DeSantis. How about the fact that he had the third most deaths of any state having to do with the China virus or COVID? Governor's done a great job. Florida is down low now with the China virus. Even Cuomo did better. He was number four. Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, has done a, uh, a spectacular job in Florida. He shut down everything, including the beaches. Other Republican governors didn't do that. And you're open and you didn't close and you're it's just amazing, right? It's great. Terrific job. He just announced that the schools will be open in the fall. The Democrats blew it big. A lot of Republican governors did a fantastic job. We're in a place called Florida and we have a great governor. But no, he wanted to show the fake news how tough a guy he is. Enjoys very high popularity and that's for a reason. The reason is he's doing a good job. A governor like Ron DeSantis of Florida is doing a great job. So that was, you know, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it is what it is, right? Like he's going to do it, but I feel like he's just making strategic mistakes. And like, if I was there advising him, I'd be like, Mr. President, this is not the way to go about this. I get that there are people telling you that this is the way to go about this and it's being totally like in your echo chamber drummed up as a smart way to do this but it is turning people off in the GOP yeah um there are a lot of people that I know that are die hard Trump supporters and still love the man but and voted for him twice and and will of course vote for him a third time if he's the nominee but now they've switched to supporting DeSantis in the primary. And there's a few key reasons, I mean, as we've discussed. But, you know, I, I feel like Trump had a really good opportunity to sure those votes up yeah. over the past six months since the midterm. And he did nothing to do that. Yeah. 
All he did was lob nonsensical attacks at DeSantis. He didn't talk about what, you know, he releases these policy platforms, which I'll give him credit for, are strong policy platforms. Uh, President Trump released a whole bunch of different things. Um, and they're all nicely, you know, documented on these these statements and these, like, slides and PDFs and stuff like that. And then he goes out there and doesn't say any of the stuff that's on there. So, like, very clearly, it's just some, like, policy nerd in a back room putting those out. He's not, like, interested in, in talking about that or advancing that. And I think that for – you got to stop living in the past. Yeah. That goes back to the election thing too. But, like, you have to have a forward-facing vision for the country. And I just don't know that he's capable of doing it. But we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Um what else do we got here? Debt ceiling. Debt ceiling fight. Uh, anyway, real quickly, email us your thoughts. Yeah. On the whole DeSantis-Trump thing. I want to hear yeah. from everybody here. If you're super pro-Trump, email us. If you're super pro-DeSantis, email us. If you're in between, email us. If you support all the candidates, which I would hope everybody that's listening to Trigger here yeah. will support either candidate, whether it's Trump or DeSantis, yeah. because if you're not, you're voting for a Democrat. <laughs> you are. I mean, that's really what it, you know. <laughs> you that are. that is, of course, I've said the whole time. Yeah. The most important thing, we have, have, have to unite behind whoever wins. We did it in 2016 with Trump, yeah. when a lot of people were not pro-Trump to begin with, but Trump won. Everyone came around and got behind him, except for a small, never Trump loser crowd. Yeah. Right. There's this forming faction of people who say they will never vote for DeSantis among Trump supporters that say they'll never vote for DeSantis even if he's the nominee. Yeah. And I would hope that they don't do that. Yeah. It's so early, man. They can they can change their minds. No, I know. They I know. But you know, we all bashed on the never Trumpers. Yeah. Right. We there shouldn't be any of that. Yeah, there right? should be. Those people are Democrats. Yeah. The are. never Trumpers are Democrats. They are They've shown who they truly are. Yeah. You know, the losers. They're they've all been ejected yeah. from the party and rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Let's not do that again. Yeah. Like, come on. I think when the chips are down, when you see what's at stake, and they're, and if DeSantis so happens to clinch the nomination, yeah. I think there'll be a, a big turnaround. Yeah. So email us, triggered at townhall.com. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you got going on and what your thoughts are. Um, we'll, do a, we'll do a reader uh, email. We'll do a whole big segment on reader emails on the Trump-DeSantis thing on Tuesday. So send them in, and I promise you we will read it on the show from you. Or you could remain anonymous if so chosen. Uh, the debt ceiling fight. Let's talk about this. It's a disaster. Yeah. Disaster. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, and it's all because Biden sat on his ass for like 100 days when we knew this deadline was coming up. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I guess we should do something about this. <laughs> and we're like, we've been doing about this. McCarthy passed his bill. The Republicans passed their bill. But now, of course, Congress left town for the weekend. Got to have their vacation. Yeah. I told you, remember, I was like, either they'll have it by Friday before Memorial Day, or they're going to leave and just come back and be like in total rush mode, which I don't even know if there's time at this point to pass no. it before June 1. It takes days for all the procedural votes to go through. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Some, Not everyone's going to be happy about it well, with the yeah, spending cuts. Yeah. So you're going to have you know Bernie Sanders potentially filibuster. It seems to me like there will be no deal by this supposed... June 1st deadline. So we're... Well, no, no, I will... That's what I'm about to say. mm, The June 1 date, I believe, to be total bullshit. 
It's Fugazi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Yellen did say, like, it, it, she gave, like, a Verizon wireless customer service deadline. Like, yeah. You know, between June 1st and uh, July, July 31st. 5th, yeah, yeah, July yeah. 5th. Yeah. So I truly believe that we got a couple days after that, and that's when they'll get the deal done. But there's definitely <sighs> going to be some very interesting lead-up to this because everybody's running with this June 1 date as gospel. Um, of course, you it's going to be volatile because yeah. I'm supposed to be off June 1st and 2nd. Um, Words have meaning. Way back, right? Way back. She f***ed up the dates to begin with. She did. You remember that? Yeah. I mean, we, 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 I mean, this is actually a serious note. Like, people, sh- people who are retired right now should, re- like, really look, <laughs> track, you know, their investments that day because... Like you said, it's gospel. Mm-hmm. If there's no deal, right? Well, the market you can see a thousand point drop. Right? If that's something the market that's hasn't reacted yet. Yes, um, and it may, may not. It's very interesting. I thought by now it would be showing more signs of it. Yeah. They um, got all those Wall Street yeah, insiders so you know, yapping away behind the not scenes. Not financial advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one is saying to sell your investments. No, I, I didn't um, say that. I said to watch it. Because okay, there could be advice. not financial know, advice, not financial advice, advice. Because we don't want to have God forbid we have no situation where people lose their entire like their entire life's work. Yeah, I know. You know, and like oh wait, yeah. like this could happen. You yeah. know, because you know, dumb Yellen said this is the date. There's going to be no deal. Yeah. Wall Street's all finicky and volatile as it is because it's, it's artificially propped up by all these insiders. You know, you know, uh-huh. whispering, keeping everything high. What I found interesting here yeah. is yeah, this. Here you go. Sixty percent of Americans say that the debt limit should only be increased if spending cuts are included. Yeah. So yes. the public's on our side on this. Yeah. But also, apparently, uh, by close to that same margin, they'd blame President Biden over Republicans, which I found interesting. It is interesting. Now, of course, the media drumbeat from the liberal media would be, it's all Republicans' fault. Yeah. Although the liberal media has been chomping at Biden's bit on this a little bit. Yeah, because he's been, you know, avoiding press conferences yeah. and giving out bullshit and, like, asking— well, never answers any questions. Never answers—you know, have you talked to the Republicans? And it's always like he runs away. Yeah. And Kareem Gray-Bupin doesn't know how to handle it either. Oh, my God, yeah. The only and, reason she still has her job is because she's a diversity yeah, hire. for sure. And, you know, every single update, it's the same. It's like they're talking, but there's no resolution. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just say—just say—if just say, if they're not talking, they're not talking. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm starting to glean from this mm-hmm. after the 70th yep. talks are ongoing. Yeah, so that's that. Um, what else do we got going on here? Oh, you know what time it is. Time to buy some gold! Uh, not financial advice, <laughs> but I know you guys have definitely noticed the U.S. dollar continues to buy less and less. Last year, the average IRA and 401k balance fell more than 20%. If we've learned anything from the past few years, it's that anything can and will happen. Here's something that may help. A gold IRA. Gold may be a great option for you. That's right, physical gold in your IRA. Many central banks are buying tons right now. What does that tell you? Augusta Precious Metals is a gold IRA company that offers its customers the opportunity to invest in gold. You can call Augusta Precious Metals and learn how a gold IRA can help you. If you've saved 100,000 or more for retirement, Call Augusta Precious Metals and get their free ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Tell them you heard it on our show, and they'll give you a free gold coin when you open a gold IRA. Contact Augusta Precious Metals and diversify your retirement today. Call 
855-222-4997. That's 855-222-4997. All right. I don't really know what else I want to talk. Oh, let's just real quickly hit on the woke stuff here because yeah. we've talked about the yeah. but isn't it interesting? A lot of updates since our last episode. Well, it's very interesting how what was it? 2 or 3 weeks ago. Yeah. I said it's going to be very interesting to see if these companies <laughs> slit their own throats. Yeah. Right? Cut and off sure the, enough, cut off their d- despite their face, yeah. despite their face. Yeah. They're cutting <laughs> off for sure sure enough i mean it took less than 10 days and it is out of control we talked about ford and their gay truck we talked i mean that's what it is we talked about target and their trans fashion and of course the bigger thing is that they hired a satanist to design these yeah uh lgbt's lmnop qrs but yeah so now target is just losing it i mean they've lost billions billions nine and billions. billion it's gonna in be a more week. than that it's gonna yeah. be way more than that um the the campaign against them start just beginning and it's really yeah. effective so far their their executives are freaking the f- out we yeah. talked about the emergency meeting right yeah. they pulled the merchandise or moved it to the back, of the, to the back of the store if i was in their well if i was in their management this would have never happened oh, of right? course yeah but i'll say if now if now if i was at this point i'd say you take that and you take it out back and you burn, burn it. it. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, you <laughs> Never know, and, to be seen and, again. and sadly, I think this will go unreported because it is the suburban women uh-huh. who are probably leading. It's not not you don't lose nine billion just because of just because for men, sure, just for because sure. men stop shopping at Target. Yeah. This is all the Volvo driving soccer moms. They don't like the stuff. They might be allies. Yeah. Of the community, but they don't want, you know, tuck-friendly uh, rainbow suit, bathing suits for, like, nine-year-olds yeah. designed by a Satanist to be, you know, shoved down our throats. The culture so. war is big. The culture war is big, and it's bigger than many think, and I think that it's going to play a certainly outsized role in the entire next election, but the the moms are waking up to this. Big yeah. time, even yeah. more so than before. Yeah, and if if we as conservatives and sane people in this country can harness our power and fight back against this, as we have against Bud Light, now Target, which the boycott is working. Yeah, right. And you have to ramp it up. Don't shop there. Don't yeah. shop there. Yeah, uh, and tell your friends don't shop there, and make it known that you're not shopping there publicly on social media or whatever because that's how the pressure really ramps up and it's working but if we harness our power together these companies eventually will start not doing this anymore yeah and the message hasn't been you know an overreach it's it's been merely it's inappropriate yeah that's basically yeah. It. it's inappropriate to have this type of stuff marketed to kids yeah and yep. having you know mutilation surgeries and the like, you know, it's just, it's it's just inappropriate. Yeah. When if you're of eighteen and older, different story. Uh-huh. Do what you want, but I'm pretty sure a parent would be like, "Listen, until my kid is that age, I'm I get to decide what they wear to the beach." Right. Yeah. And yep. that is not, um, you know, there's that saying I, I think I've said on here before. You know, going to war, uh, going against what a lot of middle class women. Like, uh-huh. not the best recipe for success yeah. in anything. So, <laughs> well, we got a we got an email from our friend uh, Dustin out there in, in California, and he totally agrees with us. And I, yeah. it's the point I was about to make again, and it reminded me, you know, it's one thing if they just have a few bull, you know, 
pride, the whatever, the f- shirts, right? T-shirts for adults or whatever. Yeah. You know, obviously, I'm not going to f- wear something like that. But if somebody <laughs> wants to buy it, that's their prerogative, right? Yeah. You, if, you, if you have a market for it, it's capitalism. But not for kids. No. Not no. this queer, trans, for toddlers, onesies, tucking bathing suits for yeah. kids. That is where we draw the line, yeah. and that's where we And no back. porn. Well, yeah. You yeah. know, they got that gay porn in there. Yeah. In, in Target? The, no, in the libraries. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. But there's also, it, there's it, probably it, there's probably children's books, yeah, like the yeah, whole, like, sure, you know, Timmy's sure. non-binary now. You know, uh-huh. you have those weird-ass stories now. It's like, I yearn for normalcy here. Oh, yeah, that's what I said the other day. You remember normal? Can we just yeah. have normal? Whatever happened to the, remember the Berenstein? My dad hated it because the, the Papa Bear was always yeah. a grump. But the Berenstein Bears, what happened to that good mm-hmm. old, you know, clean fun? Well, and so on the Target thing, one last thing. Uh, the CEO, Brian Cornell, while simultaneously trying to pull his company back from the edge of getting f***ed <laughs> up, he then sent out in a memo to his employees saying, uh, we're really sorry about this and we don't really want to pull all this stuff back, but... We're being pressured to, and also, you know, the LGBTQIA plus whatever the f- community oh thing. Oh, my God. Thanks for your support, and, you know. Um, and also, you know, we just wanted to talk about the distress about uh, the death of George Floyd, because today is the three-year anniversary oh of that. Oh, my God. You know, so on that note, I, I bid George Floyd a happy three-year sober day, because <laughs> we all know it was fentanyl that killed him, so... Um, you know, the, the George Floyd rides, by the way, which burned down and looted and robbed a record number of Target stores. Yeah. yeah. That's like say, that's like sending a letter to your rapist saying, thanks. Yeah, thank you for raping me. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you're doing well. It was such a, you know, <laughs> riveting experience. Yeah. It's life-changing. Life all this. George Floyd. Hey, I mean, remember we talked about these woke people, you know, going into the... That was definitely written by the com, a comms team that was 100%. absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, and but but then it's on the CEO. I can't believe that CEO would would even think that. It's on the CEO then when he's reading through it for them to send it out. That's but say no. Yeah. No, we're not doing this. Yeah. Well, he probably right. faced a lawsuit if he said otherwise. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, North Face also went full woke. I mean, the video they released. You just have to go find the video. It is so f- disgusting. <laughs> it is. It is this disgusting drag queen, vile. Uh, <laughs> This this outdoor uh, new quote summer of pride campaign, which includes a whole bunch of pride clothing for children, uh, you know it's it's ridiculous and and it's a shame because I love North, North Face, Face yeah sweatshirts in the yeah, winter I wear one warm. every day North Face quarter zip yeah the winter jacket tackies, for me yeah. with the you know the, the fleece lining and all yeah, that so, can't shop there anymore now I, I guess I know it's you know. Balls will fall off. You wear the coat. All right. <laughs> um, you drink Bud Light. Your balls fall off. You go to Target. Your balls fall off. United is rolling out new uniforms for their uh, whatever you call them. Are What's they the uh, people that give you the drinks during the flight? Oh, the flight attendants. Yeah, the flight attendants. Uh, is it is it SS uh, themed? Like how they beat the <laughs> out of that but, guy. <laughs> but they can proudly quote display their preferred gender pronouns while they work. Uh, Someone should put. And you on yeah, there and see yeah. what gets approved. <laughs> well, United, remember they dragged that Asian guy. Yeah, that's him, what I mean. Beat you know, him like SS dead. theme. Yeah. yeah. Or um, I mean, given COVID, I we thought, did get I a thought it'd be like a we, moon suit. We did get a clarifying statement from the United spokesman to our story, which said <laughs> that it's purely optional for them to do so. But of course, we all know if the space is provided, yeah. it's expected. 
That's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like with the sports teams. You know, no one has to kneel. Yeah. But if you don't, we'll have our media minions come after you and yeah. your family and denigrate you. Shout out to uh, Montana Republican Governor Greg Gianforte for signing a bill banning Drag Queen Story Hour. So he body slammed that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's a good one. Um, so yeah, that, that's it for today. Uh, obviously, not, a, not a lot of good news again. What? Don't expect it on this show. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm trying John to... always says that to me. I know. And I'm like, yeah, you're yeah. not going to get... No good news. You're not going to get good news on no Trigger. Just news. don't expect it because there's no good news. If anyone can send me good news, yeah, send I will us, gladly send talk us about good it on news. Trigger. There is nothing. Yeah. Besides yes. besides the uh, besides buying gold. There, there, there. <laughs> not financial advice. But, there's you know, no but beyond news. the fact that we are in America and won the lottery of life, right? Like, yeah. that's, a, that's, of course, something to be happy yeah. about. But... On have, a day-to-day basis, we we haven't even talked about looming World War Three. We have recently. not. Fat Jerry Nadler was. Uh, yeah, Fat he's Jerry, like, oh, they should use our F-16s to bomb Russians in Russian yeah, territory. I'll yeah. be very happy with that. He said literally that. And then he said Ukraine should invade Russia. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got World War Three going out, and then we got uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. It's just, it's just, just, just this whole. Com- oh, we're being. Oh, we didn't even get to the border today. Nope. I know. I know. I know. It's not good. So. Uh, on that note, we're going to get ready for a long weekend here. But yeah. with this long weekend, take some time, of course, to think about the uh, men and women who fell fighting for our freedoms in this country. It's always something I like to say about Memorial Day. It's not just a three-day weekend. No. Uh, you know, a lot of people died for this country. Yeah. So remember them. Enjoy remember that barbecue, families. but also know that you're, ha- you're enjoying it because of the many who have paid yeah. for it in their blood. Yeah. So. Z-Day's coming up, too. So. Yep. Um, all right, so, of course, you know what time it is. If you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored in today's episode, definitely had some moments to it. Mr. Producer's going to be fighting this one for a while this evening. If you want to get it uncensored and ad-free, Ooh. become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Get into this exclusive Club of Patriots. You will get so much content. Triggered Uncensored, of course. I mean, you'll be supporting all the journalism we're doing here. Just today, we had a story about uh, a – we didn't even get to talk about this – a Virginia, Virginia Democrat who was pardoned by Governor Blackface before he left office who apparently, allegedly, raped his wife. Yeah. The wife was underage. Who so was underage? Child yeah. bride. Yeah. The child bride situation. So you can check out that story at townhall.com. We're going to talk about that more next yeah. week. Uh, but, yeah, that's the, we're doing some serious stuff over here. We're fighting back against the left. We're exposing the Biden administration, the Biden crime syndicate and crime family. So we would love to have your support. So many of you Trigger listeners are VIP mm-hmm. members. So oh, we yeah. love all yeah. of you. We, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we love all of our listeners, and you're why we do the show. So remember, if you'd like to reach out, email us, triggered at townhall.com. Send us your GOP primary takes. I'd love to get a good feel for what you guys are thinking. And uh, on that note, enjoy your uh, Memorial Day weekend, and we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.